Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Welcome to Devious Motives. I'm Greg Witterbull. It is great to be here with you. All right, so here we are, uh, by my clock, about 144 hours away from Election Day, coming up on Tuesday, November the 8th. Going to be a huge, huge battle royale, and uh, I can't even predict exactly how this is all going to turn out. But it was predictable overnight as uh, President Joe Biden gave his closing pitch to the American people by basically threatening... Uh, the democracy, not not that he was threatening the democracy, but he was talking about the threats to the democracy. And the fact is, you know, the the January 6th thing, we all know what happened. We remember what happened. I don't believe that there's a risk of January 6th happening again. Uh, I think uh, the the cooler heads have prevailed at this point. And if you want to pick out a few, uh, you know, random losers who uh, who still want to try to engage in political violence, well, then they're going to end up probably with an, you know, with an appointment with a judge at some point. Most of the people I know on, on either side of the aisle are not looking for political violence. I'm not looking for political violence. I'm not interested in political violence. Uh, I am somebody who has proudly come out and said uh, over the period of the, the last few years, there are people who just who shouldn't be involved in politics. They're too immature or they're too dumb or they're criminally inclined. And uh, it, believe me, there's plenty of real estate on both ends of the political spectrum, left and right, uh, for for idiots and criminals to kind of take up residence. Uh, anytime anybody wants to call me on my show, they can call me. You can call me 704, what's that phone number? 704-570-1110 on WBT in, in Charlotte. Uh, anytime anybody calls me and wants to talk about political violence, oh, it's time for the revolution. Oh, it's time for another civil war. Oh, it's time for this. I always say to them, listen, that's not the case. And, and the majority of people don't want to do that. The majority of people are level-headed, smart people who understand elections are going to be won and elections are going to be lost. And if you can't handle that, much in the same way that maybe you can't handle your football team losing, your basketball team losing, your baseball team losing, whatever it is, if you can't handle it, if you don't have that degree of confidence in your maturity, then there's a lot of other things you can be doing, including uh, probably playing video games. You, you know, and and I'm not trying to be a disrespectful jerk, but... The disrespectful jerks have kind of wrecked the body politic for a lot of normal people, uh, whether it's, you know, a, 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 you know, rioters, Antifa rioters, BLM rioters, hangers on uh, the people that want to go and riot over on the right. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm just not interested. I'm I'm really not interested. I'm too busy to go out there and destroy people's property. But there is never a bad time for Joe Biden when it comes to uh, basically trying to rub your nose in it. And, and the thing about it is Joe Biden and Barack Obama and before them, you know, Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton, uh, the, the reliable hard leftists in American politics would go into overdrive in the wake of any Al Qaeda or ISIS terrorist attack. They would go into overdrive uh, with Al Qaeda, with 9-11. Don't go out into the community and cast aspersions on peaceful Muslims. Uh, they're not Al Qaeda. 
You need to understand that you've got to control your your racism and your rage if you want to go and uh, blame people. But they're totally comfortable blaming Republicans. Now, it was wrong to go out there on the streets of the United States of America and target uh, people who just happen to be a, members of a certain religion. I didn't support that either. I was I was a voice of calm with, with people. The problem is you've got people involved in politics. And I got to be honest with you. I think Joe Biden is one of these people. I know he got 81 million votes. Okay, you got 81 million votes, man. You know what you are? You're a lottery winner. And you've squandered it in two years. You see these people trying to win the uh, Powerball, you know, one and a half billion dollars. And you know the old story, right? Oh, I made uh, one and a half billion dollars in the lottery and I blew it all. Joe Biden has essentially blown it all. He won 81 million votes. And what has he done with it? Terrible economy. Uh, short on energy, people never more divided, and now he just comes in and stokes it. Say anything you want about Donald Trump. He cut taxes, the economy was on fire, and even the hard leftists were like, yeah, this is a great economy. I'm making a lot of money. Mike Novogratz, I'm talking to you, Mr. Mr. Crypto. Oh, I've made all this money, now I can bail all these criminals out of jail in the riots. Fact of the matter is, we have an election coming up. Elections are for level-headed people who understand what's at work. And I'm not trying to be an elite. I'm far from elite. I'm a regular guy doing a talk radio job, making videos, having fun, providing for my family. I don't have any desire to get out there and get kinetic with anybody. I just don't. But there's a lot of losers that do. And they're on both sides. And that's just kind of how it is. I don't need these people. You don't need these people. You seem like serious people, and that's how we ought to comport ourselves. But that didn't stop President Joe Biden. Here's a little clip from last night. It's it's like he it's like he ate a cliche pie and then heaved it back up onto the American people. Listen, I'm going to let you listen to a nice long clip of, of President Biden from from last night. Here is uh, here's President Biden. Go. There's something else at stake. Democracy itself. I'm not the only one who sees it. Recent polls have shown that overwhelming majority of Americans believe our democracy is at risk, that our democracy is under threat. They, too, see that democracy is on the ballot this year, and they're deeply concerned about it. So today, I appeal to all Americans, regardless of party, to meet this moment of national and generational importance, we must vote, knowing what's at stake and not just the policy of the moment, but institutions that have held us together as we sought a more perfect union are also at stake. We must vote knowing who we have been, what we're at risk of becoming. Look, my fellow Americans, the old expression, freedom is not free. It requires constant vigilance. From the very beginning, nothing has been guaranteed about democracy in America. Every generation has had to defend it, protect it, preserve it, choose it. For that's what democracy is. It's a choice, a decision of the people, by the people, and for the people. The issue couldn't be clear in my view. We, the people, must decide whether we'll have fair and free elections. And every vote 
counts. We, the people, must decide whether we're going to sustain a republic where reality is accepted, the law is obeyed, and your vote is truly sacred. We, the people, must decide whether the rule of law will prevail, whether we will allow the dark forces to thirst, that thirst for power, put ahead of the principles that we've long guided us. What are, what are we supposed to do with that? You're trying to close the argument for the Democratic Party. Like, I'm going to actually do something here. I'm going to do something, and, I, and I'm hoping that you will uh, appreciate what I'm doing for you if you're a Democrat. I will give you a closing argument for the Democratic Party. This is what I would say if I was President Joe Biden. I'm not a Democrat. But I do believe I can channel what should probably have been said. It would be something like this. Let me show you how you do it. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. and Mrs. America. Oh, wait, that's exclusionary because I didn't put enough pronouns in. All right, let me try this. Ready? My fellow Americans and those in the country illegally. It is an important time in our constitutional republic and our democratic institutions to consider the direction this country will take for the next two years. We have grown incredibly divided, though in some ways we've grown much closer together. We understand the the difficulties we've overcome with COVID and a hotly contested and deeply divided uh, election that took place in 2020. But I'm confident that in the coming weeks, months, and years, we can build this country back and we can ensure opportunity for the worker, the entrepreneur, and the executive alike. My mission over these last couple of years was to stabilize the economy, to attempt to put us on a stronger pathway forward. Some of our setbacks have taken place and cost us seriously in this economy and in the body politic. But we've had more good days than bad days. I want you to know that every day I wake up thinking about you, thinking about you, and sniffing your hair. No, 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 I was just kidding about that one. Uh, we need to work together. America's at her best when America is united. And while I understand millions of you did not vote for my presidency, and while I understand a small group of people worked to bring violence to our capital, I believe overwhelmingly the vast majority of the American people are well-intended patriots who want to see their country do better for themselves for their children, and for generations to come. And so I would hope that you would consider really thinking about keeping government divided or uh, adopting the Democratic platform because we have a plan that can still work. But there's always room for improvement, and I would extend a hand to the Republicans who are up, up in opposition to us to see where we can come together to work. Even the founding fathers didn't agree on every issue. 
Hamilton and Jefferson. But I believe in this third century. Is it the third century? Because it'd be the 1700s, 1800s, 1900s. As we are embarking into this fourth century of the great American experiment. That we can come together and make this work. God bless you. God bless the United States of America. And God bless our troops. That's all you have to say. That's it. You can throw a couple pointed jabs and shots in there. But when you come out and all you do is ultra mega, mega, ultra, ultra, mega, mega. I mean, I don't know if I'm buying a lottery ticket to the ultra mega, mega. Or if I'm trying to do something else. I don't understand this at all. But I do understand this. As somebody who didn't vote for Joe Biden. I know, big shock, right? I didn't vote for Joe Biden. Don't lump me in with the idiot illegal alien that tried to kill Paul Pelosi. Honest to God, I'm not part of that. I I was not there. And you throw me into that pile and that makes me not want to be your friend, Mr. President. You, You keep telling me I'm greedy. You keep telling me I'm an insurrectionist. You keep telling me I'm a racist. I'm this, I'm that. I'm not going to want to cooperate with you. I'm not going to wish you well. I'm not going to do a lot. I'm going to be really mad. But I'm still not going to go and engage in acts of violence. The left has had a pretty good run here. Since 2008, the left has had a pretty darn good run. Socialism was in ascendancy for a minute until everybody realized inflation is the logical outcome of socialism. You don't want to go down that road. We can't electrify everything. Literally, we cannot electrify everything. We can't get rid of cars. We can't get rid of diesel. We can't get rid of rail. We can't get rid of trucks. We can't get rid of uh, everything that ails us. So what do you say? You just try to accomplish a couple of small things. Can you maybe do that? Can you maybe do that? Maybe try to be... Uh, maybe maybe try to be uh, a little more Herbert Hoover than, than some big change agent. I don't think Joe Biden is the big change agent. And I think what he did with that speech last night was alienate a lot of people that he didn't need to start a fight with. Now, as to the second point that I want to raise, the second point, we have uh, an election coming up and... Uh, we are going to have a lot of emotion between now and Election Day. And then in the aftermath, you're going to have a lot of emotion taking place after the election. But the American people are sick and tired of having to worry that we're going to descend into some kind of uh, uh, third world nonsense. We, we got to be about the business of business in America. This idea that you're going to hate your neighbor in Jacksonville, Florida, or Des Moines, Iowa, or Burlington, Vermont, or Sarasota, Florida, or uh, out in New Mexico. The idea that you're going to blame the person that lives across the street from you for the direction of the country is stupid. Stop the recriminations, both sides. The guy that Moses lawn way too early in the morning And the guy that's washing his car with loud rock and roll music way too late at night are not the people that are trying to take us down. The communist Chinese are the people trying to take us down. The Russians would like to take a piece of us. We have enemies around this world, and they're not the guy washing his car too late at night with the radio on too loud. Nor the guy trying to cut the grass at 830 in the morning. We have got to get real about this, folks. We have got to get centered and focused on what matters. 
because right now you got a lot of, and I'll use the, fra the phrase, sorry if it alienates you, scumbags around the world that want to see this thing fail. They just do. They're dirty, underhanded individuals and governments that want to see America collapse. And I refuse to be a part of that, to be the generation that lost this country. If you want to be a part of that, if you want to go try to get on that side, then they got plenty of flights every single day from your local international airport. But I want to see this country succeed. I want to see this country remain strong because I got kids and I have faith. And I have faith in you, even if you don't have faith in yourself. And I have faith in you, even if you hate the country. You need to turn it around. There is no place better than this. And there is no lifeboat. You have a choice that you can make. You have a choice that you can make. You can be the USS Constitution, or you can be the Titanic. Make a decision. I, for one, hope your decision is based not in petty politicking and partisanship, but is based upon the future. That's the miracle of America. We're always looking to the next thing. We're always looking to the next opportunity. We're always looking to the next bright day. There is nothing that can be done about the past except to do better tomorrow. That's not platitudes. That's real talk. I am Brett Witterbull. This is Devious Motives. Hey, it's Brett Witterbull, and I've got a great opportunity for you. If you're a fan of the show, if you listen or watch my videos, I want to invite you personally to join me and my beautiful wife, Sherry, as we take an excursion over to Italy. It's going to happen in June of 2023, so that's this coming June, and we're going to get together with amazing people. We're going to see incredible sights. We're going to land in Rome. We're going to take a, a land tour all among the sites of the things that you're going to want to see, including but not limited to uh, Assisi and Venice and Milan. We're going to eat. We're going to laugh. We're going to love. We're going to the Vatican. It's going to be absolutely incredible, but it won't be complete without you. I want to invite you and your loved ones to join us as well. You can get more information at cruise-tour.com. That's cruise-tour.com. Or give them a call at 800 383 3131. That's 800-383-3131. Arrivederci. I'll see you in Italy.